0: Radio One Ninety One FM podcast. Right now, I am joined by Tanya, the lantern maker coordinator of the Mid Winter Carnival here in Otiputi, Morina. Hello. How are we?
1: Wonderful, thank you.
0: That's fantastic. That's fantastic. A gloomy. Um, Monday morning let's hope come the 22nd of June the weather's just a little bit nicer mm-hmm. just a little bit nicer because I don't think lanterns and rain really go together
1: no they don't but there will be a wet weather date as That's well
0: right. can yeah. you put a wax coating on them not really not really, <laughs> not really.
1: and they've got <laughs> candles in them for the kids lanterns as well so they oh, don't yeah. like fire yeah like rain
0: I, I actually um sent some lanterns off into the sky on Wednesday night mm-hmm. just the Wednesday beam with my little friend Huia hi Huia you'll be at primary school right now but I still say hello to you uh, and it was much fun because lanterns are much fun and lanterns are one of those things that invokes many feelings uh, and one of them is like Huia was having it. you know you've, it's a wonderment it's great it brings back um, you know feelings of giddy childhood I don't know there's just something fascinating and brilliant about lanterns
1: yeah I agree The Dunedin Midwinter Lantern Carnival is something I've been involved with since I was a kid. So Mm. I remember making lanterns as a child, and then getting the opportunity to run the lantern workshops and help kids make their own lanterns was really rewarding last year, and I'm looking forward to doing it again.
0: I bet, I bet, and making them, you still get that same feeling, the same like, oh, this is amazing.
1: Yeah, you do. It's a little bit diluted because we make over 500 lanterns (laughs) in total for the kids' workshops. (laughs) Yeah, Um, but they all get that same joy out of them as well. We just have to make sure that they're following the instructions and that none of the lanterns are going to catch on fire at the end of the
0: workshop. Yeah, one lit on fire yep. on Wednesday,
1: that's, <laughs> yep.
0: that was my fault, <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't thinking, yeah, but it's just, that's just part, part of it, but it's the thing, we are playing with paper and fire, Yeah. Yeah. so it's some things that you need to look out for, um, right, What? first off, let's talk about the theme of, of the Midwinter Carnival, what is the theme this year, there's always a theme,
1: yeah, so this year the theme is the never ending night, and that's referencing Antarctica, mm. um, where as you may know, in some parts of the region, night lasts for about six months during which time the ice cap doubles in size Mm -hmm. um which makes that massive changing environment that all of the antarctic animals live and survive in and so we'll be building there'll be a team of artists building giant lanterns representing some of those bigger animals seals and whales Mm -hmm. um a bunch of fish and other under the sea creatures that live in antarctica and for the kids lantern workshops we'll be making fish, icicles, stars and penguins
0: Oh icicles, an icicle one, that sounds pretty cool yeah I wonder what that will look like oh, I guess I'll find out on the 22nd of June <laughs> um brilliant so um yeah like you said there's a team that makes these big ones but we need all these troops these little troops kids to come in and make all these little ones that really make it um the special uh time that it is because you know you walk, you, you, you're part of it you're in there you're doing it it's not just a carnival which you sit back and watch And if you want to go faster you walk the other way um it's the thing that you can become part of
1: Yeah, which is pretty exciting and we're going to be doing our call out for volunteers really soon as well. Yeah, So if you go along and you like the Facebook page, the Dunedin Midwinter Carnival Facebook page, or check out the website, MidwinterCarnival.co.nz. You can volunteer to help with the procession, mm-hmm. and so that can mean carrying the giant lanterns or being a procession guide and helping the kids to stay in their sections as mm. well. And there's also a bunch of opportunities to volunteer for the workshops where you get to work with me, yes. which uh, is awesome. That's right, what so a treat. Yeah, and so we'll be running those workshops. From the weekend of the 25th and 26th of May, and then mm-hmm. every weekend following that up until the carnival weekend. Yeah. Uh, and we need volunteers there to help guide the kids through the landing that's making right. process.
0: My mother, too, started as an usher type role at the Midwinter Carnival, and look at her now. Yep.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> look at her now. Just making her. Highly outfits. involved.
1: Lots of opportunities for promotion. P-
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right, that's right. <laughs> You you make make your way up that volunteer ladder, yeah, um, into a paid position like you did, and she did too. Um, fantastic! So, in terms of volunteers, um, not in terms of making the lanterns, but who are you looking for? What kind of skills do you need? What what do you require?
1: For the workshops, not much. You just have to really be friendly and be willing to donate a day's worth of your time, mm-hmm. um, or a couple of days if you really love us. Yeah, and then you just hang out and get to help the kids through the process so it's fun. good if you enjoy working with children or doing creative pro- projects um, but it's not very complicated and we will have a volunteers training meeting on the 19th yeah um, from 2 to 5 which you can sign up for via that web page as well
0: yeah and then on the night you're looking for people like you said people that can lead the procession help the kids get follow the marked out route that you have
1: yep yeah. so if you can follow instructions um, mm-hmm. and you've got the ability to carry um large paper mache lanterns <laughs> yeah, yeah uh then you could be a volunteer for the midwinter carnival that's amazing <laughs> <laughs> um
0: uh, awesome so some of the workshops um you've they, they differ in um, complication? Like,
1: yeah, know, right? so the fish and penguin lanterns are a little bit more complicated Yeah, uh, and then the icicle lantern is pretty simple. We're also doing a special workshop for the star lantern and that's in the mall and so unlike the other workshops the kids don't take those lanterns home and what we're going to do is rig them with LED lights and then use them to hang in the octagon so there'll okay. be little stars hanging through the octagon so even though you don't get to carry those ones in the Procession, you still get to see them being part yep. of the carnival.
0: That's amazing. That's great. Um, so, like you said, they're on different weekends, and I guess you could, depending on, you could kind of like, oh, I want to do the the easy one. So, say the icicle workshop too, because it'd be easy for me. I'm a four year old. I'm yeah. oh, not that great. Uh, even though it's probably the parents going to be starting. We do actually
1: it. recommend kids being uh, around seven uh, if they're going to start <laughs> yeah. doing the lanterns by themselves. <laughs> Otherwise it becomes a lot more work for the parent, which is okay if you're a parent willing to do the majority of work for your child, but for the kids to really get... Um, have that motor skill to be able to get the most out of the workshops.
0: Yeah, so if you want to be like my dad, did and won me that second prize at the modelling building comp when I was a kid. <laughs> Even though he did all the work, yeah, I made it out like I made that battleship. I didn't. Yeah. Uh, you know, it might be a good idea um, to get the four year olds at home. Um, oh, that, that's awesome. But you know, you can say, but you can if you sign up, you can say, oh, I think I we would be best at doing number two.
1: Yeah. So the workshop bookings open up on May the sixth, and they'll book out within a week of. That yeah, at the yeah. most, um, the easy workshops often work book out faster as well because there are a lot of people who just want to take that option. To um, so crash the
0: site, get pretty there on much, the first yeah. Day. Just
1: get in there on the 6th Pick yeah. your time slot as well. You don't just book for the whole day. There'll mm-hmm. be a whole series of starting slots. So we start a group every half an hour to give people time to get through the steps. Mm-hmm. Um, so you'll pick your time. You'll pick your date, and then you book in get a confirmation email and then you just bring ten dollars along on the day to pay for the workshop uh, and build your lantern
0: yeah that's right and um, workshop three can you just turn up workshop the, more three,
1: the more one no you still have to book so that yeah. we know how many lanterns we're making and who's coming to make them yeah uh, but that one will just be a Koha donation because you're not taking the lanterns home with you yeah
0: that's right that's right uh, because you get to keep these lanterns after the festival forever you do, and which AM. is
1: pretty exciting and I yeah. particularly if I was going to be making a lantern this year, I would pick the penguin workshop yeah. to take the penguin lanterns home because those are super cute. Yes,
0: of course you've yeah. already you've already <laughs> made, you've made the you've made the mold you've made the things up. Yeah. Um. And so what are them? Is it just paper and wire?
1: And cane. And so cane. cane is the what we use for the structural bits. Classic. Uh, and then we just paper over it. So most of the steps of lantern making is just getting your cane to sit in the right places.
0: Yeah, that's right, We need it to, don't you? Yeah, and
1: we make that as easy as possible for people, so we pre-cut and give really clear instructions for the volunteers to help people with as well. Nice. It's
0: a great way to get involved with one of our greatest community events, the Midwinter Carnival. It's only growing by strength and strength every year. Even now, it don't even have to be midwinter. We've got a summer thing now. Yeah. You know, it's crazy.
1: And the Midwinter Carnival is actually one of the longest sort of seasonal in a city centre in New Zealand. Mm, yeah, that's right. Um, it's been running for over 20 years. It's classic. Yeah
0: it's pagan as fuck Uh, I'm sorry I (laughs) swore it seems like it is it's brilliant no I love it Uh, so if you want to get involved like you said Facebook page easy to find Dunedin Midwinter Carnival yeah and there's also the website which is midwinterforcarnival.co.nz and just click on the volunteers um, piece of workshops or the volunteers either either uh, and it will send you to the right places to go Uh, get involved in this amazing community event Um, it's one that I think it just brings out a lot of spirit there's something about it uh, compared to some other events that we have, I don't know, it's just one that you're a lot more connected with so it's definitely uh, great to get involved in. Plus volunteering, especially if you're younger, looks great on the CV.
1: It does and I will write you a reference letter myself if you need one. Well, there
0: Mm. you go, there you go. You you students out there, these things are important this day and age. PhD ain't going to guarantee you a job but if you do enough volunteering, you look like you're committed. Get it done. Hey, thank you for coming in.
1: Awesome, thanks for having me. You
0: are more than Welcome. That was a Radio One 91 FM podcast. You can find more at r1.co.nz or wherever quality content is found.